If you've been waiting for a doctor to tell you that you can fix your PMDD, well, Dr. Erin Ellis is about to drop that bomb right now. She's also gonna give us a shopping list of things that we should get in order to have better periods. And she's also gonna say why she loves magnesium so much. Okay, Dr. Erin Ellis, here I come. Welcome to the PMDD Healing Summit, where the world's top experts share hope, guidance, and next steps for your PMDD healing journey. And right now, right here, y'all already see her on screen. It's Dr. Ellis. And let me tell you about Dr. Ellis. Dr. Ellis is a naturopathic doctor who helps menstruators balance hormones, fix crappy periods, and regain energy they once had to be their happiest and healthiest selves. In 2010, Dr. Ellis was diagnosed with a rare form of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which was the turning point in her life. Having had a cancer diagnosis at such a young age, Dr. Ellis's mission is to empower others to take control of their health. Life's too short to feel suboptimal and given the right tools, your body has the innate ability to heal itself. When Dr. Ellis is not empowering others to become their best versions, she enjoys spending time helping her community, spending time with her dogs, having game nights with family and friends and making new memories with her fireman. Oh yeah, I've seen photos. Welcome Dr. Ellis, welcome to the summit. Oh gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm so glad to have you here. So let's dive right in. Could you share a little bit about that journey and why you're so passionate about the work that you do? Oh gosh, well, as you mentioned in my bio, I did. I had a rare form of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma 12 years ago and it really opened my eyes to health and wellness. Yeah. And I always wanted to do something in the medical field, but I mean, I think like any young person, I was sick and tired of being in school and really just didn't want to go through another eight to 10 years of medical school. So gave up on those dreams and worked in bars and restaurants and, and just kind of was just doing my thing, but always knew that I could do more and be more, but never really figured that out until I got this cancer diagnosis. And through this journey, like I'm a firm believer that life, life happens for you. And the reason that I went through this was that I could be here in front of you and the, you know, the community speaking about health and wellness. And, um, shortly after my diagnosis and beating, um, cancer, I met a naturopathic doctor and I was like, what, what is that? I never had heard of the field of medicine and it was aligning with everything that I had started to research throughout my cancer journey and, um, learning more things about health and wellness that I didn't know. I was super naive to a lot of things that were really good for me and doing things that were really bad for me, but really didn't know. Um, so I learned a lot about, you know, health and wellness and, and how important it is, you know, for your, for your optimal living. And then when I found out about naturopathic medicine, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to explore this. This sounds like right up my alley. And sure enough, there's a school in, in Tempe, Arizona, I'm located in Gilbert, Arizona, um, is where my practice is. So at the time where I was living, it was like 15 minutes from my house, this school, and there's only several naturopathic medical schools in the U S and Canada. So they're not like on every corner, like colleges and universities are. And so I'm like, this is another sign. And I had all these pre-med backgrounds from um, my prior 
undergrad and they actually, most of them transferred and I only needed to take two credits to get into to this medical school. I'm like, this is a sign that I need to do this. So I did, I started in 2013, graduated in 2017 and spent the first few years of first few, oh my gosh, first few years of practice in uh, North Scottsdale working at a naturopathic urgent care where I saw literally everything from acute to chronic to babies to to older uh, population and really learned what I like to treat and what I didn't treat. Mm. And I learned that so many women are suffering and a lot of women don't know anything about their menstrual cycle. And even though they think that it's, you know, they, they don't really know that it's abnormal because it's normal for them. And we're spending way too many days out of the month being miserable when, you know, aunt flow comes and it doesn't have to be like this. And the pill is not the answer. And I'm a big advocate for not going on birth control. 35% of women are on birth control for the absolute wrong reasons. And I also advocate for teaching women about their cycle because you can use your hormones to work for you and not against you. But we first have to understand what goes on. Like there's also so many women that don't even know what happens. It's like, oh, I bleed every month, but that I don't know anything more beyond that. So that's why I do what I do. And it it's, I love talking about hormones and, and helping women um, balance them. Ah, beautiful. And that's why you're here because we need this information. <laughs> we need this information. So let's start right out with hormones. Bless you. What are some signs or signals that our hormones might be out of balance? <laughs> well, the first big one is we're here talking about PMDD and, and PMS. So your periods, yeah. but you might be like, well, I don't think that's abnormal because it's normal for me. So if you're having heavy flow, debilitating cramps where you can't you know, leave the house, uh, mood swings, like where you feel like you're Satan, like, you know, a week before your period, um, maybe you can't focus, lack of concentration, mm-hmm. fatigue, you're not sleeping. Like these are all signs that it, it either is your reproductive hormones, your thyroid or your adrenals or a combination of all of the above. So your symptoms are messages. If you're having a symptom, it's your body's telling you something's off. So get it checked out. Awesome. So it's, it's our body and we need to listen to it. So let's get right into it. What are some, how do we heal our hormones? What are some steps that we can take if we have some of these symptoms that you just mentioned? First, I would one, understand what's going on. So tracking your cycle would be the first place I would start. There's tons of different apps that you can use. Um, your iWatch, you know, flow, um, women log the clue. Like there's tons of different apps that you can track your cycle. I even have like a, a, you know, a cycle tracker paper where you can just, you know, track there. So, you know, where the symptoms are happening. And that way, when you go seek help, um, from a doctor or someone that's helping with hormones, you have a better understanding of what's going on. So you can explain your symptoms. Yeah. Second, I would get your labs tested. A lot of women come to me and they say, well, I've had my labs and my hormones tested, but everything's normal. Yeah. Well, it's probably not normal because it's not, it it might be in that normal range, but it's not optimal. It's either on the low end or the high end. And then we're looking at balances of things between each other, like estrogen and progesterone. But more importantly, we need to get these hormones tested on the last half of our cycle as the female body, like our hormones are all over the place throughout our 28 day cycle and specifically progesterone, one of the dominant hormones in our menstrual cycle, or has a 
role in our menstrual cycle is really only elevated on that last half of the cycle. So if you just get a random blood draw, progesterone is probably going to be low because it's supposed to be low when you, if you do a random draw, unless you miraculously are drawn, you know, on days 19, 20 or 21 of your cycle. So those are a couple of things that I start with. Um, I mean, if they're already coming in the office, we're going to do labs right away, but yeah. I always educate and try and advocate. Well, let's start tracking your period. Like I need you just to track things that go on so that you can be familiar with symptoms and correlating between, yeah. you know, the different days of your cycle. Yeah. That's a really good one. Also with this lab test, because that's something that I hear a lot in the community where they say, well, my doctor said my, my, my hormone levels, everything is like normal, but you're saying that we should, we should have um, these done at the last half of our cycle. Yep. The luteal phase, the luteal phase. That makes total sense. Cause that's when, that's when it's all going down for us PMDD peeps anyway. Yep. So you were also talking about thyroids and adrenals. I just want to get a, go a little mm -hmm. side tangent because I haven't heard, I've, we've talked about thyroids, but what about adrenals? What's going on with adrenals and PMDD? What could be going on there? Well, we have, so the endocrine system is our entire hormone system. It's our thyroid, our adrenals, and our sex hormones. Yeah. They run on this axis called the HPA axis to so the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. So it's all connected. So our thyroid plays a giant role in every single organ system in our body. And it's stimulated from our pituitary gland and then, you know, down to our adrenals and then to our ovaries, et cetera. But if we are in a chronic fight or flight, you know, state of stress, like that's definitely going to make things imbalanced in the body, whether that's with the sex hormones or the thyroid, or even, you know, the adrenals or the cortisol response, or if we're like really in the toilet of, as far as cortisol goes the same, like we're still going to have other symptoms. So a lot of what I do naturopathically is yes, I balance hormones, but I'm also looking at the root cause, like, why is this happening? Is it due to lifestyle? Are we not getting quality sleep? Are you not, or is your digestion off? You know, are you exercising? Are you getting plenty of sunlight, like doing all of these things to, to help the, you know, the stress response in the body? Cause I mean, I don't know, most everyone was affected by this last couple of years and it's done a doozy on our hormones, you know, and it's, it's different for everyone, but everyone's been affected. I've seen hormones all over the place. And when I say hormones, I mean that all of, all of them. Yeah. So it's not just the, 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 um, the sex hormones, it could be the thyroid and the adrenals. It's they're all connected. Yeah. So it can definitely affect our period. That's good to know. It's all connected. It's not just the sex hormones. There's no, nope. this whole system is this whole beautiful system. Yep. So speaking of that, some people don't know what about the liver? Why is that so important for our hormone health? Oh, the liver. I love the liver. Uh, the liver is think of it as like a pool filter. It's literally filtering out everything that we put in our body from, you know, supplements that you take to medication, you take to food, yeah. you drink to alcohol, you drink, sorry, food, you eat, not food, you drink alcohol, you drink beverages, Wi-Fi, EMFs, things you put on your skin, you name it, everything is getting filtered through the liver. And we metabolize our hormones through the liver. So our liver is busy. And a lot of women are having trouble metabolizing out of, the, out of their liver. So it could be various nutrient deficiencies that help your liver metabolize. It could just be, we need to help support the liver because there's a lot going on. So if a lot of symptoms with PMDD are excess hormones, so we have to help support the body's clearance of that. And a lot of that is done through the liver, not to say your liver's not working, right? Yeah. It just needs a little bit of love and support because it's got a lot going on. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So it helps us to clear up the hormones. So how can we give our liver a little love and support? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends. Like, obviously be nice to it. Um, Don't give it excess things to do like that are taxing on the liver, like alcohol, stress, uh, poor diet, poor sleep, sleep. This is where sleep is, is very, very important because most every single organ is super active while we sleep and does most of its regeneration and and re you know, stimulation or whatever it needs to do while we sleep. So, but you can do liver, you know, supporting foods, like, um, anything from the dark leafy green family, like uh, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, like those are really, really helpful for the liver, you know, supplements like milk thistle, NAC glutathione. Glutathione was one of my favorite antioxidants. It's the, and our liver needs it. And, uh, it's best in my opinion, um, via IV or intravenous. So we do those in the office, but you can also take an oral supplement. Again, none of this is, is medical advice. It's more education. So always check with your doctor. Absolutely. Take some notes, take them to your doctor. Yeah. (laughs) This is really great because, you know, I'm a Kundalini yoga teacher and we do a lot of postures that, that our yoga teacher, that my teacher said that are for the liver. So the next time I'm doing some of these, I'm going to, I'm going to mention what you said, the, why the liver is so important and right there, all you mentioned sleep. And I just want to go on a quick little side tangent with sleep. Cause I know that so many of our peeps in our community, like insomnia during the luteal phase is something that comes up so much. How can we support our body to have better sleep? Well, if it's only during a a certain a uh, part of your cycle, like the luteal phase, it likely could be def- uh, progesterone deficiency. Uh-huh. Progesterone is very, very calming to the brain and the nervous system. And again, progesterone is really only elevated during that, that time of the cycle. So that's where, you know, if we shift towards to menopause, like yeah. women have trouble sleeping uh-huh. and it's likely because they have no hormone. Also, I mean, it could be due to body temperature because right before menstrual cycle, like our body temperature rises a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're getting ready to shed our endometrial lining. So if we already have, you know, excess hormone, and then that is already, you know, taxing on the body, that could be a reason why we're not sleeping, but also to making sure we go back to the basics. Like, do we have a good bedtime routine? Are we cutting food out, you know, a few hours before bed? Are you sitting there scrolling on your phone? Are you doing, you know, journaling or, or, or yoga or meditation, just having like a good, nice bedtime routine to help support, you know, the quality of sleep during that time. Awesome. So awesome. And you were talking earlier about the pill and and I know that you say that the pill is just a bandaid. Could you explain what you mean by that? Cause that's juicy. Yeah. So really, I mean, naturopathically, like we don't like to give pills. They're pills for your ill. Um, They're really just band-aids. They don't fix anything. Now there is a time and place for medicine. Don't get me wrong. I prescribe often, but I'm giving the body essential nutrients or, yeah. or tools, medication like thyroid medicine or, or hormones, et cetera. Like I do prescribe, don't get me wrong, but birth control is in its own category and it is ridden with side effects. And a lot of women go on the pill and they feel worse. They have increased anxiety. They have weight gain, their libidos in the toilet. They have brain fog. Like all of these things go away, not, not to mention what it's doing to your hormones. Mm-hmm. So oral birth control or the pill really cuts off the communica- communication between your brain and your ovaries to do anything. 
So yes, you have a, a menstrual cycle, but it's absolutely 100% fake. Nothing about it is real. <sighs> and when you come off the pill, the symptoms that you were put on it for say terrible periods, acne, whatever the case may be, they're all going to come back. It didn't fix anything. It just masked the symptoms. So naturopathically, I like to figure out, well, why do we have heavy periods? Why are we having acne? You know, all, why do we have anxiety, depression? Like whatever the case may be, it's like, why? I'm that nagging toddler. Like, why, 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 why is this going on? So that I can fix it because it can be fixed and then move on and you don't have to take this medicine. Now the IUD is a little bit different. However, the common ones like the Kylina and Mirena have synthetic progesterone in it. It called progestin. It is not the same as our natural progesterone. It's synthetic, which can cause anxiety and depression and more increased risk of cancer. That's the, the synthetic form of progesterone. Whereas the, the regular natural form that we should be making is beautiful and it's cancer protective. So again, like different mechanisms. I mean, if I were to pick one over the other, I would pick probably the IUD, but I would pick the, the Paragard. The Paragard is the copper IUD and has no hormones. And you actually really do cycle, except you might not bleed. It just depends on the woman. Yeah. So, I mean, there's pros and cons to it, but always evaluate, why am I taking birth control? Is it really because I don't want to make a baby? Or is it because my doctor told me that was my only hope for PMDD? Yeah, yeah. I love that you said, you know, why we need to ask, why do we even have these symptoms rather than, you know, just saying, oh, it's PMDD. That's why I have these symptoms like to kind of right analyze yep. and go deeper into those symptoms. Yep. Okay. That makes total sense to me. <laughs> so you were talking about earlier about kind of, you know, leafy greens for our liver and mm -hmm. things like that. So what are some foods that we should, um, be avoiding or maybe incorporating to have better periods? Yes. So I'm sure we're all guilty of having terrible cravings right before our cycle happens. And I love, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. And we crave chocolate. I don't, I'm sure everyone out there craves chocolate. And the reason is, is because chocolate is high in magnesium. Magnesium is helpful for pain. So it's actually really going to help maybe reduce your cramps, which is why we, we crave chocolate. Also, we crave the carby, carby, crappy foods because estrogen drops and estrogen helps regulate insulin. So if we don't have that estrogen to regulate the insulin, that's where we tend to crave those crappy, crappy foods. Yeah. So I love explaining that. So that way women understand why they're having the cravings because these crappy foods, the processed foods, the starchy carbs, the dairy the sweets, all of these things are contributing to inflammation. Mm -hmm. And we don't want more inflammation because that's going to contribute to worsening PMS or PMDD symptoms, cramps, bloating, mood, you yeah. name it, the heavy flow, which is going to help contribute to that. So if you understand why you're craving this, you might ask yourself, do I really want this? I know why I want this, but is that really going to help me? And then you might choose something different, like maybe I'll have a berry or something very low inflammatory, like some more vegetables or nuts. Nuts are awesome for our hormones, flax and uh, sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds are really good for testosterone. Um, we've got, let's see, chia and sunflower, sesame. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting one of them in there, but they're, they're really good at helping balance hormones too. So, and they're good, healthy fats. So we need fats for our hormones anyway. So it's a kind of a win-win there. And there is actually research that they can help 
balance the hormones out of it. So I know we want to go to the cookie jar and grab the crap, but I challenge you your next menstrual cycle to think different and maybe not do that and see how much better your period might be if you choose healthier foods around that time. Yes. Ah, you're speaking right to my soul because I'm just coming out of my luteal phase and bread. For me, I yep. slaughter my partner's entire loaf of bread <laughs> so easily. And this morning I was like, you want the carbs for some reason you want the carbs. So I put some sweet potatoes in the oven for myself so that I could just snack on those instead. So, so far I have not attacked the bread yet. So here we go. Let's cross our fingers on that one. You can do it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Dr. So you just mentioned magnesium and I know, I know on, you have a whole, you have a whole Instagram post that says, I love magnesium mm -hmm. or like magnesium is like so awesome. Why is magnesium such a superhero? Oh gosh. One of my favorite vitamins because it's involved in over 300 metabolic processes in the body. So when I say that, I mean, getting from point A to point B in the body, we need magnesium and other various cofactors like B vitamins, B12, B6, specifically maybe folate. Um, so, but magnesium specifically, we need for various functions in the body. So I love it for that reason, because it's so important, but also too, it's very, very, it's a very powerful anti-inflammatory. So it's, you know, if I reach for magnesium, if I have cramps or if I have a headache or maybe I need a brain boost, like it's so, it, there's a form of magnesium, magnesium three and eight. It's the only form that can cross the blood brain barrier. So it's really helpful for the brain and brain and cognitive function. So, so many benefits to magnesium and it's, it's one of my top supplements for um, cramps and, and period problems. Love it. Putting it on my list. So are there any other supplements that you like to kind of um, tell people to get or share with people that, that work for, for period health, for any of our PMDD symptoms? Yeah. So I've been using um, products by Mixers. They are um, little packets of supplements and uh -huh. they're founded by women, created for women. Very, very natural, very clean. I use their Her Time, which is their one for uh, uh, period time when you're, when you're time of month. And actually it works. I used it last cycle. I'll use it again this cycle and it works really well. It tastes good. Um, it's got various things in it to help with cramps, um, things like that, your mood, yeah. et cetera, but they've got uh, other things. I have a um, discount code too. I can give you for, for that. If you want that. Yes. Um, I also use CBD. I'm, I'm a huge fan of CBD. CBD does not have THC in it, so it doesn't have the psychoactive components, but again, with the pain relief, like CBD is, is awesome and even helpful for sleep too. So I take CBD every night just for trying to really get into that deep sleep. Yeah. Um, what else there's teas like red raspberry leaf is amazing for cramps. Um, so that's another good one that I like to use. Those are probably my, my go-to's. Love it. So, so good. I hope y'all have a little shopping list written down right here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. So when someone comes to you, you know, with PMDD, what are like some of the first steps that you would take to begin the relief process? Yeah. Well, again, like we try and get to the root cause, like why is this happening? What have you done? What have, what have you haven't done? We're looking at lifestyle, we're looking at diet, we're looking at all of the things. And then I'm a firm believer of testing and not guessing. So I'll do lab work to see, I mean, your blood doesn't lie. 
I'll get you tested on the last half of your cycle. So we can see now if you're on the pill or an IUD and perhaps not menstruating, we'll just get you drawn whenever yeah. some practitioners don't like to draw hormones when they're on birth control, but I do because I like to teach and educate around what's going on. So I can show you what the pill or the IUD is doing to your hormones or not yeah. doing to your hormones. Yeah. Cause I think it's very valuable. And I, I, I love, you know, educating around the cycle. So that's usually where we'll start. Um, and again, too, back to the beginning, if you're not tracking, we're definitely going to go there too. Absolutely. Absolutely. What is something that you feel that people with PMDD or menstruators in general, that you wish that they knew that nobody talks about or nobody knows that would really bring an aha moment for people? I would say it's, again, kind of what we said in the beginning, that normal for you does not mean that it's normal. Common doesn't equal normal. So this is where, you know, I do what I do. Why you probably put on this summit is so that we can teach and educate around abnormalities. PMDD is not, not okay. You should not have to suffer, you know, three months out of the year, if you, or, or more, if you're having a week or two of PMS, I mean, that's, you know, two half the month you're wasting your life with terrible symptoms that can be fixed. So it's just really getting to the root cause and figuring it out and don't yeah. stop at no, or that everything's normal. You it's unfortunate that we have to be the advocates for our own health nowadays, but yeah. If you're not happy with the answer that you got from another physician, then find another one. You know, you have to do your own research and you have to, you know, really ask nowadays for what you want and what you need and what you deserve. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's sometimes it's like that trust, right? We, we trust others with someone, you know, wears that white doctor's coat more than we sometimes trust ourselves. And we know yep. something's not right here. This is not right. I should not be feeling this way and be like, Oh, everything's normal. So you're saying that this can be fixed. Is that what you're telling us here? Absolutely. Or there's an under, it's, I mean, if we can't fix it, we'll understand why it's happening. There'll be a reason. I mean, maybe it's endometriosis, maybe it's a fibroid, maybe it's you know, PCOS, but all of those can be controlled to an extent. Yeah. It's just, we have to get to the underlying cause. And there's, a, there's likely a reason why you feel the way you feel. Remember symptoms are messages. They're telling your body something's going on. So go get it fixed. Oh, I love that. I mean, we're all about right hope and next steps and guidance and you yep. are bringing all of that. Thank you so much. So I know everybody's really inspired and fired up right now. How can they work with you? What can they do to get more of your wisdom and knowledge and get you to have you help them with their PMDD symptoms? Yeah. So I'm, I'm very active on social media. So you can always reach out to me there. My website is hopenaturalhealth.com. And then I also have the period quiz to see if you have the perfect period. I don't think I haven't checked in a, in a few days, but there still has yet to be someone that has the perfect period. <laughs> so you can always take this quiz if you're like, Hmm, I wonder if, if my period does suck, um, to see if you have the perfect period. So I know that you'll have that linked in the, in the below, wherever that's yeah. going to be or in the yeah. copy. So you can find that there and watch out for programs. I do have a master your cycle, embrace your program or embrace your hormones program that teaches you about your cycle and and things like that too, that, that I have. 
Ooh, first of all, thank you for that freebie. That sounds so good. I'm going to take that quiz myself. Thank you so much. Yeah. And that program also sounds very juicy. So y'all definitely get that freebie, download that freebie and also follow her on Instagram because yep. you're going to be so inspired. And yeah, let, let the, let the healing, let the relief begin. Do you have any last words of hope or encouragement for someone who is experiencing PMDD? My best advice is don't give up. Um, when I was going through my cancer journey, I mean, I never gave up and I didn't stop at no or meh, don't worry about it. I just kept going. And, you know, you're the, like I said a few minutes ago, you're the advocate of your own health. So listen to your body. Don't yeah. give up. If something's off, you don't feel right. Life's too short to feel suboptimal. So you can feel a lot better than you are. Ooh, life is too short, y'all, to feel suboptimal. Thank yep. you so much for being here, Dr. Ellis. This was absolutely enlivening, invigorating, encouraging, and informative and inspiring. Thank you so much for saying yes. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm honored to be here, and thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, y'all, go out there, take some of these tools, get all of this, get that shopping list going, and let's see. Let's start that PMDD relief. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Hi, it's Charisma. If this expert interview inspired you or helped you in any way, please consider leaving a five-star review with your insights so other PMDD warriors like you can find these interviews and benefit from them too. You're awesome and thank you so much for being a part of this community. And remember, relief is possible. Okay, bye.